question as we come to the end of 2021. Countdown is upon us. And I know everybody kind of looks to this time of the year with a rally, rally um, type of message in preparation for closing out 2021 and going into 2022. But I think the big question that comes uh, to all of us at this year, as we come to the end of this year, would probably be something like this. I wonder what 2022 will hold for the church and for the world. I wonder what 2022 will hold for the church and for the world. You know, sometimes I think it's important for us. I think it's important sometimes for in our own lives personally. I mean, this is not something that we need to just do as as a believer in Christ, but sometimes personally in our own lives, sometimes it takes, and it's good, it's a good thing, to take a couple of steps back and just kind of look at priorities in our life and where they are and whether or not those priorities are where they should be and where they need to be, especially in light of our relationship with the Lord and what the Word of God has to say. And so I think not only individually and personally should we do that, but I think also as a church sometimes we need to step back and just kind of take a look and see where we are, what's taking place, where are we? Are, are we today an example of a biblical model of, of what the local church should be and what we're involved in and, and what's a part of our lives? I think a very basic answer to the question is of what 2022 will hold for the church and for the world. I think a very simple answer or basic answer is this. Gospel preaching, convicting power of the Holy Spirit, leading to the salvation of individuals. And I think if you were to kind of narrow it down to that, that's probably, in a nutshell, what we should be a part of. It's what we should be doing. It should be a part of our lives, not only from us uh, as a church, but also individually. As a matter of fact, the question, and I, and, I, and I will tell you this, this past week, I've done some own searching in my own life and in my own soul with questions such as, how important is the gospel to me? Is the gospel important enough to me to share it with all of those that I come in contact with? Is, is the gospel a part of my life and who I am? Is it something that as a believer that I fully understand and comprehend what God's desire is for me, not only me individually, but also for us as a church corporately? One of the things that we should be involved in and something that should be the number, number one priority with us is, number one, gospel preaching, the convicting power of the Holy Spirit that leads to salvation of individual souls. And that should be, that should be the priority of who we are and what we do. And you say, well, why is that? Well, first of all, it remains the focus and the priority of God. When you think about it, when you read and study the Word of God, and it's His purpose and it's His plan... And it's not ours. And I think sometimes we kind of lose sight of things. And we get this mindset today that, you know, we've got all these computers and we have access to all this information. We have all of these things and we have all of these things. And matter of fact, what we think sometimes we become good at better than anything else is we know how to market things. And matter of fact, I'm afraid we've come to the point today to where church is nothing more than a marketing 
scheme that we've come up with to try to market this thing of salvation and market of this thing called God and to market this thing and the list goes on and on and on and my dear friend it has nothing to do with marketing that's not who we are it's not what we're about and I think sometimes when we step back and consider where we are and where we should be and understanding the importance of the gospel and understanding that it is the focus and the priority of God and it's his purpose and it's his plan, it's not ours, then what do we need to do? And I can tell you right now, 2022 is coming and 2022 is going to occur just however long God allows 2022 to occur. And I'm going to tell you something. We can hide ourselves. We can close ourselves off in a room somewhere. But my dear friend, listen to me. The plan of God and his focus and his priority is going to continue regardless of whether or not we're involved in it or not. But I don't know about you. But I want to be involved in it. I want to be a part of it. Seeing people's lives change for the gospel of Jesus Christ. Now, I don't know about you, but I'm looking forward to 2022 and what 2022 holds. And I'm going to tell you, after the last two years and what we have been through the last two years, I've heard people say, oh, no, well, what's going to happen if everything shuts? Listen to me. Just because man shuts things down does not mean that the plan and action of God has been shut down by any means. And so how do we be a part of that? How do we continue that? Well... I think sometimes we need to take a look at the book of Acts. I want you to take your Bibles and turn with me to Acts chapter number 6. And be ready because we're going to go to several passages here. But Acts chapter number 6. Uh, in the beginning days of the early church. And I want you to notice something that is going to be central through all of these passages that we're going to look at. I honestly believe this today. That it's where we need to get back to. And I want you to notice, beginning in Acts chapter number 6, things are changing. The world is changing. And, and oh, By the way, let me share something with you, okay? In the book of Acts, you want to talk about a chaotic world? That was taking place at the days of the early church. Things were in turmoil. Things were in a state of... Uh, of, of significant flux things were changing rapidly in the days of the early church and all of those who were involved with the beginning of the early church one of the things that they suffered greatly was persecution Peter and James were thrown into prison as a result of preaching the gospel and so as you watch this all throughout the book of Acts but there was something that was never shut down as a result of what was taking place Acts chapter number 6 and I want you to notice in verse number 7. They choose out seven so that, that the disciples... Look, matter of fact, look at verse number 2. It is not desirable for us to neglect the word of God in order to serve tables. And therefore, brethren, select from among you seven men of good reputation, full of the spirit and of wisdom, whom we may put in charge of this task. And look down at verse number 7. The word of God kept on spreading, and the number of the disciples continued to increase greatly in Jerusalem. And a great many of the priests were becoming obedient to the faith. One of the things that I want you to find in that passage of Scripture is the word of God kept on spreading. The word of God kept on spreading. 
Go to chapter number 12. Acts chapter 12. Persecution is beginning to increase. Chapter 12 gives us the account of Peter's arrest and then, of course, his deliverance. And then as we come down to verse 24, and of course, Herod's death is recorded in chapter 12. But we come down to verse 24, and I want you to notice what it says. But the word of the Lord continued to grow and to be multiplied. The word of God continued to grow. And my question today is the word of God continuing to grow? Is it spreading? Is the truth of the word of God spreading throughout uh, our communities, our state? Is it, is, it, is it spreading throughout the United States? Is it spreading around the world? The word of God, the gospel of Jesus Christ, the gospel that is preached, is it continuing to spread today just as it did here? Well, if that's not enough, look at chapter 13. Chapter 13, beginning in verse 48. Chapter 13 and verse 48. When the Gentiles heard this, they began rejoicing and glorifying the word of the Lord. And as many as had been appointed to eternal life believed. And then look at verse 49. And the word of the Lord was being spread through the whole region. It was continuing to be spread. In spite of everything, the word of God, the gospel, was continuing to be spread. So what can we draw from all of this? Well, the task of disciples of Christ, the task of the disciples of Christ is to preach, to bear witness, to proclaim the word through the enabling and the power of the Holy Spirit. And my dear friend, I, I, my desire for 2022 is to see people's lives changed as a result of the gospel by the convicting power of the Holy Spirit of God. My dear friend, it's salvation that comes as a result of the word of God and the convicting power of the Holy Spirit of God to bring about change in the heart and life of an individual as they come to know Jesus Christ as their personal Savior. And how does that happen? Every one of you sitting in this building this morning, you heard the truth of the gospel from somebody else. If I were to ask for a show of hands here this morning, if you're a believer here today, guess what? You heard the gospel as a result of someone else who shared it with you. And so how, how, how often do we share the gospel? How much of the gospel do we share? How involved are we in sharing the gospel with a lost and dying world out there that so desperately needs to hear it? And we can sit around and we can talk about how bad things are all day long. And we can talk about all the gloom and doom. But my dear friend, listen to me. God is still on the throne. The church is not dead. The church is going to continue to move forward. The gospel is going to continue to move forward, either with us or without us. And we see that from the scripture and from the word of God. Well, if that's not enough, turn to Acts chapter 19. Acts chapter 19. Paul, while he was at Ephesus and the miracles that took place in Ephesus. And so when you come to Acts chapter 19 and notice verse number 20. And so the word of the Lord was growing mightily and prevailing. It was doing what? It was growing mightily and prevailing. 
the word of god was you know matter of fact when you step back and you look at this you know the word of god increased and multiplied as if it were alive my dear friend one of the things i want us to understand is the word of god is not just an ordinary book the gospel is not just some cliche little message out there that sounds good about bringing people to salvation in christ paul said but i'm not ashamed of the gospel of christ it's the power of god to salvation to everyone who believes to the jew first and also to the greek my dear friend it's the power of god it's the gospel message and i think going into 2022 the gospel message ought to become the very forefront and the center of who we are not only as individuals but as a church it ought to ring from this from the rooftops of these buildings and when we leave this place it ought to go with us not just in words but in the way that we live out our lives every day there ought to be something different about us when people see us on the street when they see us in our neighborhoods when we're out shopping wherever we are the marketplace my dear friend do you understand we carry the truth of the gospel with us as Paul writing to the church at Corinth he said we have been entrusted with the gospel entrusted with the gospel to do what to share the word of God to share the gospel with those around us I tell you what I thank the Lord to this day for that individual that took the time with me there was no greater skeptic when it came to the things of God than I was there was no one who would sit in a church service and be more critical about what went on in a church service than I was. Matter of fact, I had no use for God. I had no use for the Bible. I had no use for church or any of those things. But I had an individual who took time with me, invited me to lunch, and then invited me over to his house, and I accused him of setting me up. And I'm, listen, I'm, I'm thankful that he didn't take any of that personally but he continued with me over and over and over again now did he lead me to the lord no he didn't he wasn't the one who did but let me tell you something it was what was planted in my heart from the word of god that the holy spirit of god used to bring conviction in my heart and life and then that morning in jacksonville florida in 1990 i heard the simplest message of the gospel i believe i'd ever heard in my life and the convicting power of the holy spirit was so strong at that point in time i knew i knew what was necessary i knew what was needed and ever since that day my life has never been the same and my dear friend i'm gonna tell you something that's what the gospel will do for you the gospel will change you the gospel will change who you are and it'll give you a new focus and a new outlook on life when you think about life. You know, I heard something this morning that it shook me to the core. Now the new phrase throughout the world is this. We're afraid of living because we're afraid of dying. And I'm like, huh? I don't know about you, okay? I'm not afraid to die. And I've shared this with you before. I'm not afraid to die. Now, I'm not looking to get on the bus today, okay? Because I enjoy what God has allowed me to be a part of. And when that day comes, I just don't want it to hurt. 
Whatever God sees fit to allow me to do and to accomplish, and when that time comes that he calls me home, my dear friend, listen to me. I know where I'm going. There's no reason to be afraid. There's no reason to fear. Jesus said over and over and over, fear not. There's no reason to, fra- uh, to, to be afraid. There's no reason to fret. Don't fear. And do not fear what man can do to you, but we need to be more concerned about what God can versus what men can. I want you to turn with me to Colossians, where we have been for several weeks. Colossians chapter 1. And I want you to notice Colossians chapter 1, verse 5 and verse 6. Colossians chapter 1, verse 5 and verse 6. And notice, it's Paul writing to the church at Corinth. This is what comes with the gospel. Because of the hope laid up for you in heaven, of which you previously heard in the word of truth, the gospel, which has come to you, Just as in all the world, also it is constantly bearing fruit and increasing, even as it has been doing in you also since the day you heard of it and understood the grace of God in truth. Just as you learned it from Epaphras, our beloved fellow bondservant, who is a faithful servant of Christ on our behalf, and he also informed us of your love in the Spirit, taught and brought about by who Epaphras is Epaphras shared it with the church at Colossae you know people hear the word and come to faith in Christ but it doesn't stop there that's not the end of it Uh, that's not that's okay when we become a child of God when we become a believer that's that's not the end of it my dear friend, as the word of God takes root in our lives, it keeps growing, or it should, doing a work in the heart and lives of believers. That's what the word does. But my dear friend, it's not going to happen unless we're in the word. You have to be in the word. And you have to be in the word on a, on a daily and a regular basis. In order for the Holy Spirit to take the word of God and to use the word of God to change us from the inside question becomes this what is our heartbeat for the world what is our heartbeat for our community you know our lives should bear fruit that's what the scripture says our lives should bear fruit look at chapter 1 and verse number 9 Colossians chapter 1 and verse 9 our lives should bear fruit notice what it says for this reason also since today we heard of it We have not ceased to pray for you and to ask that you may be filled with the knowledge of his will and in all spiritual wisdom and understanding so that you walk what? So that you walk in a manner worthy of the Lord to please him in all respects, bearing fruit in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God. Doing what? To walk in a manner worthy of the Lord to please him in all respects 
and then bearing fruit in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God strengthened with all power according to his glorious might for the attaining of all steadfastness and patience joyously giving thanks to the father who has qualified us to do what to share in the inheritance of the saints in light I don't know about you I, I, I just don't know where you are okay but I will say this have you ever considered what we have in Jesus Christ? Have you ever just stepped back and considered what we have in Jesus Christ? Someone shared the gospel with you. Someone took the time to lead you to Christ. What are we doing with it? What are we doing with it in our lives Colossians chapter 2 you look at verse 6 and verse 7 Paul writing to the church in Colossae here's what he said therefore as you receive Christ Jesus the Lord so walk in him having been firmly rooted and now being built up in him and established in your faith just as you were instructed and overflowing with what gratitude 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 do we have a heart of gratitude today matter of fact I was listening to to something last night and and I'll tell you every time I hear it tears just come to my eye I, I don't I don't care I don't care where it is it just happens but there was a group that was singing how great thou art last night and I mean I just I it, it just there was just an it's just an overwhelming presence of the Holy Spirit it just it's hard to describe to you when you consider those words you know it's interesting it's interesting to me how little the New Testament speaks about church growth but speaks more about the increase of the word not so much about church growth you say, well, wait a minute. Wasn't there 3,000 souls added to the church? And wasn't there this number? Yeah, there was. But that's not the main focus. The main focus is the spreading of the word. And the word was growing. You know, the focus is on the progress of the word as it spreads throughout the world according to God's plan. Not ours, His so how does that get accomplished well I will say this to you this morning Christ kept doing and will continue doing what he said he would continue to do in Matthew chapter 16 and here's what he said I will build my church it's going to happen now I don't know about you okay I used to play in a softball league Matter of fact, one summer I played on a double softball league back-to-back. -back. We'll never do that again. <clears throat> like to have killed me. You know what I hated more than anything else was rotation. Any of y'all play sports? Basketball, football, baseball, any of those? How many of y'all remember rotation? You know, that's where they put you in, then they take you out. They take you out for a while, and you have to sit on the bench and 
cheer everybody else on and watch them play, okay? I was never any good at that. And let me tell you why. I hated sitting on the bench. <laughs> let me tell you why I always wanted to be in the game. I always wanted to be in the game. I always, I always wanted to be a part of the game. I don't know about you today, but going into 2022, I just I want to be a part of the game. I don't want to sit on the bench. And matter of fact, here's the part I like more than anything else. I love to bat. Never was real good at it, but I love to bat. But I want to be in the game. I want to be in the game. So what will 2022 look like for us? What will it look like for you? I think there are three important issues for 2022 we need to consider this morning. All of that was introduction to these three points, okay? Here's the first one. If this is in fact what God desires, we need to abandon ourselves to the cause of Christ and the gospel. We need to abandon ourselves to the cause of Christ and to the gospel. Abandon ourselves to everything else, to the cause of Christ, and to the gospel. Why do we do what we do? Why do we meet together week after week? Why do we go through all the things that we go through? At the end of the day, the priority needs to be the gospel. That's what we're part of. That's who we are. The gospel should be a part of us. One of the things that we need to be doing in 2022 is equipping people. Equipping people to do what? To share the gospel equipping them training teaching ways and and opportunities to look for and sharing the gospel and not only equipping them to the gospel but then empowering them also to go and to share the gospel i know some of us you know we get this we get this little frightening sensation that comes on on. just to to share the gospel with someone let me share something with you right up front the individual that started taking up time with me didn't start off with a gospel conversation. It was simply, do you have time to go to lunch? And as we began to build a relationship together, then he began to kind of speak with me more about my heart condition and my relationship with the Lord. Sometimes, my dear friend, listen to me. It's not about knocking on a door we get this mindset it's all about knocking on a door and having this cold call conversation with someone if you died today do you know where you'd spend eternity let's have those places but how focused are we on the gospel number two this hasn't changed It's just something I think we lose sight of. The growth God desires is growth in people. The growth that God desires is growth in people, not structures or programs. We should not be marketing a business opportunity here. Well, we've got more to offer here than anyone else does. How can you have more to offer than anyone else does if Jesus Christ is the priority and the Word is the priority? That's what needs to take place. And number three is people growth happens only through the power of the Holy Spirit as he brings conviction to people's hearts. Let me tell you what I call it. I call it a kingdom thing. 
It's about the kingdom. What if you have the opportunity to share the gospel with someone and they don't come here? My dear friend, it's not about kingdom, individual kingdom building here. What it's about is the kingdom as a whole. To see people's lives changed as a result of the gospel. For me, the last two years have been interesting. And I'm going to tell you something. It's real easy to say, well, you know, the reason the reason things are where they are is because of this and this and this and this. And oh, by the way, that we would ever use the word COVID. It's been a tough two years. But I will tell you something. 2022, I am looking to 2022 with great anticipation of what God is going to do through the gospel and through his people and through the church you see that's the way people come to salvation in Christ it's through the gospel and the power of the Holy Spirit and it's the way believers grow in their walk as a disciple of Christ let me ask you a question this morning how many of you today are closer to the Lord than you ever have been in your life you you don't need to raise your hand it's just just between you and God okay not for me your relationship with him has it grown over the last three to five years I trust that it has Are we bearing fruit in our lives, the fruit of the Holy Spirit? I hope that we are. So for 2022, for us, I have, I, have, I have one final closing thing for you this morning. And here it is. Do you know Jesus Christ as your personal Savior? That's the question for you. Do you know Jesus Christ as your personal Savior? I can tell you right now, as I said earlier, there was not there was not a bigger skeptic than I was. I'd argue with the best of them. One of the things I used to always love to have somebody say, well, you know, when the Word of God says this, I said, but well, wait a minute. I said, that's that book that has a lot of errors in it. Matter of fact, wasn't that book written by a man or several men? Okay. And the list goes on and on and on. My dear friend, let me share something with you today. We can come up with every excuse in the book to turn and walk away from the love and the grace of God. But here's what I want you to understand. God loved you so much that he sent his son to take your place. To provide for you what you could not do. Jesus Christ came. We celebrate it at this time of the year every year. Why did he come? Do you understand that that was God in the flesh? 
because of his great love for us God proved it to us God proved that he loved us God proved that he loved us by sending his son and are you ready for this while you were still an enemy of his I have a simple question we can talk about all of the intellectual stuff about it that you want to but my dear friend let me share one thing with you your intellect is not going to get you to heaven it comes down to faith in the finished work of Jesus Christ and am I willing to place my trust and faith in the one who loves me so when I heard the message that, morning, that Sunday morning as clear and as plain as it could ever be given as I gave my heart and life to Jesus Christ that day If you'd have told me I would be standing where I am today doing what I'm doing, I would have told you you were crazy. But I'm going to tell you something. Till the day I draw my last breath, as long as God allows me to do so, I want folks to know that God loves you more than you'll ever know. And are you ready for this? He proved it to you. It wasn't just words. So as we think about 2022, 1 John, John writing in his first letter, he said, Let us not love in word and in tongue, but in deed and in truth. May we take the truth of the gospel and share the truth of the gospel, not only with our lips, but also with our lives in 2022. I want to ask you a question. Don't raise your hands. Do you know someone right now this morning that is lost and needs Jesus Christ as their personal Savior? I bet every hand in here would go up today. So what's 2022 going to look like as we share the gospel? Amen. Let's stand together with our heads bowed and our eyes closed. Father, we thank you for your word. Father, it's alive. Father, you gave it to us. Penned by 40 different authors over a period of 1,600, 1,800 years. And they all contain a central theme. And that is Jesus Christ. And Father, the day that he was born, he knew what was ahead and father just as he told Pilate as he stood before Pilate that day 
of his crucifixion. When Pilate asked him, Don't you understand that I have the power within my hands to settle this? And Jesus looked at him and said, The only power that you have is the power that's been given to you. Father, I thank you today for the gospel. I thank you for your grace, for your mercy, and for your love. And Father, I pray through the convicting power of the Holy Spirit this morning that if there is anyone here physically in this building or watching live stream that needs Jesus Christ in their heart and life. Father, I pray today will be the day that they will be able to see. I pray that the Holy Spirit will allow them to see their need of salvation, that the Holy Spirit would bring conviction in their heart and by faith place their trust and faith in you. Father, I pray for believers that are in this building and watching live with us this morning. Father, may we understand that the judgment is coming. The clock is ticking. And Father, may we redeem the time in 2022 because the days are evil and so many people desperately need the Lord. God, I pray that you'd help us. Father, I pray that our hearts would be broken over those that we know that need Jesus Christ in their heart and life. Father, help us, I pray, to see the seriousness of the task before us. And that, Father, in 2022, we would surrender ourselves to that task. Every day of every week of every month. Help us, I pray, O oh God, today. Through the power of the Holy Spirit. May it ring from this place. the gospel and we ask all of this in the precious and the holy name of Jesus Christ our Lord and Savior Amen Brother Red's going to come lead us in the hymn of invitation this morning and as he does I just trust and pray that you would consider Task that's before us and the responsibility that we have with the gospel and I want to encourage you to pray for those that you know that need the gospel that their hearts and lives need to be changed as a result of it and if you're here this morning the 
Holy Spirit has spoken to your heart, I'd love to speak with you up front. I'll be standing right up front here this morning. I'd love to share with you the wonderful, wonderful truth of the glorious gospel of Jesus Christ and what he can do in your life. As we sing together this morning, watch the words as we sing them together. As Brother Red leads us now. Take up thy cross and follow me. I heard my master say, I gave my life to ransom thee. Surrender your all today. Wherever he leads, I'll go. service where we receive our tithes and offerings. It is a part of our worship. For those who are online, I, I want to share with you that we still have the five ways to give set up online, in person, by mail. You can also use the Easy Tithe app, or you can simply use the old-fashioned postal service to get your tithe and offering and be worshiping with us here. Same holds true here, that you can give in person or you can use the app as I pray and lead us. Father God in heaven, we thank you for your son, Jesus Christ, Father God, the ultimate gift. And Father, as we come to this part of our service where we give back to you, Father, and as we sacrificially give, Father, Father, I plead with you now that each gift that is given would be used to advance your kingdom's sake, Father. Father, may you be glorified and may you be lifted up. In Jesus' name, amen.
Praise the Lord. Let's all stand together and we will be dismissed. Well, I may not see you uh, before next Sunday. And if I don't see you then, um, we'll see each other again. Amen. Praise the Lord. As we look forward to all that God has for us, as we look forward to 2022, I just want to wish you a happy new year. And be safe this week and share the gospel uh, with someone that you have the opportunity to uh, over these days. Amen. And as we're dismissed and as we go, hope you have a wonderful afternoon. And uh, I just, I don't know about you, but I just can't wait to see what God's going to do in 2022. Amen. Let's bow our heads together as we pray. Father, we love you. We pray now that you would dismiss us with your love as we go from this place. Father, may we carry with us everywhere we go your love and the glorious gospel. So, Father, may we look forward in 2022 with great anticipation of what you're going to do. Father, may your will be done. May you receive all the honor and the glory and the praise for it all. For it's in Jesus' name we pray and ask it. Amen. You're dismissed.